Hello? Hello? Hello, Cliffy? Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff Cliff. Cliffy? It's podcast time. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Full stick of butter. Cliffy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Give me a call at your convenience, okay? Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff Cliff. Here's the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. The one and the only, Johnny Boy. My little baby boy. Baby butter boy. Womack style. Cliffy. I love you. Toggling your balls. Toggling your balls. Where's the rodeo? Uh, toggling his balls. I like your boots. Just below your nipple. Where are you headed? The biggest one yet. Toggle your balls. Toggling your balls. Fifty shades of gray. Slack, Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Cliffy. Oh my god. Hey there, teacher. It's going to be outrageous. What's my assignment? Your grandmother. I like your rubric. Break down L. Winslow. Oh, please. Degrade me. Cliffy baseball. Weep this. My little baby butter boy, little butter boy, clippy boy, baby boy. Sweet then. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. That's how you get blisters. Womack style. That sure tastes delicious. In my mouth. Hey, firewoman. Bibleopoly, Cliff. Where's the fire? Puzzle, your balls. You're a smoker. The oatmeal tasting booth. Toggling your balls. Toggle your balls. Baby Butter Boy. The biggest and the best. You goddamn Butter Boy, son of a bitch. I can't get out of fuck of you, son of a bitch. To the Womack family holiday spectacular. Your grandmother just told me the good news. Or as we like to call it, the pizzle. Hellman's mayonnaise. The raucous red glare, the bombs bursting in air, and a delicious Helios pizza in your oven. Puzzle your balls. Womack style. Womack style. Womack style. Yeah. Hello. Good day. What is up? (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I can't help it. In Los Angeles, I'm Jim Rome. Uh, as somebody once said, I, I sounded like that on this podcast, which I I don't know what to think about that. I take great offense on the one hand. On the other hand, uh, you know, the guy makes a shit ton of money as a, a Radio Hall of Famer. So, yeah. he's I, Look, I listen to him. I listen to Jim Rome from time to time. Sometimes I really get into a, the show. And then other times I can't stand it. But, I don't know. Probably a lot like the Birthday Boy podcast for many people. You uh, perhaps are noticing a slight uh, change, hopefully for the better, of the audio quality. 
Yeah, this is the first time, I think, since December. Maybe early January, but I don't even think so. I think this is the first time since December uh, that I am actually using the microphone. My my blue Yeti. Which is neither blue nor a Yeti. It's white. I hate the fact that I bought the white one, but it was like $20 less. I bought this, I don't know, four years ago, five. I don't even know when I bought this. But they had the black one. I just, you know, a standard black microphone. That sounds good. And uh, it was it was a lot more expensive than the white one. Twenty or thirty dollars difference. So here we are with the with the white blue yeti, a blue yeti that is white, white. But it's nice to sit at the desk here instead of just talking into the phone, have an actual recording, uh, you know, somewhat professionally. Uh, and and listen, hey, it's the two year anniversary, if you can believe that. It was May twenty fourth. 2019, the very first ever edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast. This is episode 81, but let's be honest, there's, if you go and you look at the feed, there's like, uh, I don't know, a hundred some odd episodes. And some of that is, re, you know, stuff that I would repeat and, you know, do a best of or something like that. And, you know, maybe just like the NFL picks and that sort of thing. But there's a lot of special episodes that I put on there that didn't have, I didn't number them. For whatever reason, I said, "Hey, this is a bonus episode." Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. 420, <laughs> the bonus 420 episode. But that was a pretty full episode. But I didn't, I didn't call it, uh, you know, episode 79 or 80 or something like that. I just, I called it a bonus episode. There's been quite a few of those. So that's it's episode 81 officially, 81 officially of the Birthday Boy Podcast. But it's, uh, yeah, there's there's quite a few. There's more than that. That's a, it's a, it's, it's a lot. It's been a, it's been a quite a wild ride these last two years and, uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Not while there is air in my lungs and blah, 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 <laughs> a heartbeat in my heartbeat. Anyway, two years. I don't have anything special planned. I actually have a lot of shit. Uh, even though I'm talking to you on the microphone right now, I do have a lot of shit planned that's uh, that's going to be stuff that I've already recorded. Uh, there's a few things. Uh, the first of which I'm going to play for you right now. It was This was from last Friday night. So, as I may have mentioned here on the old Birthday Boy podcast, uh, started back in March, March 27th to be exact. I know the date. Uh, because March 26th was the last day at the old job, and March 27th was a, a day of celebration of sorts. I thought I would try something new, do something that I hadn't tried in 20 years, since uh, since the birthday boy turned 21, since I was the birthday boy in 2001. And, uh, you know, you've got the Nature's Remedy shop right down the road, and so that's been a fun activity every Friday in most cases Friday and Saturday, but the last the last couple of weeks it's just been a Friday thing for me. Uh, because last Friday, I, I'll tell you what, I tried something, this strawberry taffy. It was it was pretty good. I didn't like what it. I felt like my teeth were all gonna be ripped out from this taff, taffy, so I didn't love that. And I didn't love the fact that after four hours, I was just kind of like, eh, I, I guess this is okay. Kimmy was sitting there on the couch having a great time, <laughs> giggly and having fun. 
I was kind of sitting there in the couch, just you know, we're watching TV, and I'm like, eh, I'm just tired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the hay. I went and took a shower. I forgot why. Maybe because I just hadn't showered in a couple days. So I went and I had a shower before bed last Friday, and uh, and I hopped into bed, and then somewhere between the shower and bed, which was around midnight. And uh, I think I had my taffy around 7.30 or 8. And so that's why I'd just given up on the whole thing. I said, okay, this ain't happening. It's been a couple hours. It's been two, three hours. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to hop in bed. I took a shower. I hopped in bed. And then, and then, man, it was it was mooncopter time, baby. It was mooncopter time. Unfortunately, it was, you know, about two hours later than I would have liked for it to have been mooncopter time. But nevertheless, it was, in fact, mooncopter time. And you can hear <clears throat> that I was pretty, I was pretty convinced that I don't know the time had stopped or I had stopped time or there was something, you know, the usual kind of shit that happens. So let's take a listen to last Friday, as I'm lying in bed, and finally my taffy, my strawberry taffy at about midnight, uh, finally started to kick in. The strawberry taffy that I took around eight o'clock, four hours later, kicked in. Let's take a listen. Hello. I'm recording this for proof that I actually was able to slow down time. which would be nice considering it's a Friday night. Everything has slowed down to nearly a standstill. Or can I? I actually can't. <laughs> wow. Jeez Louise, it only took four hours. Finally, Taffy. <coughs> oh. Yep. It's only been a minute and 40 something seconds. But in reality, it was 10 minutes. Okay. Signing off, brother. I'll see you in space. 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 Into outer space. Yeah.
nothing's happening. So naturally, I go and take a shower, wash up, feel better, hop into bed. And then, of course, when the night is over and I'm in bed, it's midnight. 12, 11. That's when I finally kick it into ultra-fast gear and say, Oh, doctor, I'm sky right now. I want something to take my sky high. You're a red bastard, Charlie Brown. You're a red bastard. Holy jeez. I mean, I guess part of it's being tired, but... You know... Never been this tired. Or this type of tired. I don't... I think it's not just the tired. It's also the taffy. I'm moving as slowly as taffy. Yes, hello. It is I, Jean-Luc Picard, the Starship Enterprise. Make it so. Mr. Riker, Geordi, Data, Worf, Wesley Crusher, Lieutenant Crusher, that other lady. I can never think of her name. Well, anyways, and of course, Tasha Yar. She'll be dead. Halfway through the first season, though. She's Bing Crosby's granddaughter. Or daughter. No, niece. Granddaughter. I don't know. Hello. What the fuck? Why did the screen turn white? Idiot. Oh, I don't want the white screen. I want dark mode, baby. This has only been... This has all only happened over the course of five minutes? I feel like this has been going on for three hours. Have I finished listing all of the crew members on the Starship Enterprise? Wesley Crusher. <laughs> Lieutenant Crusher. Tasha Ya What the hell is the, What was the lady's name? She married Will Riker in the in the Picard Star Trek Picard. Oh, anyway, what I could never think of her name. Troy. Deanna Troy. Is that? Yeah. Well. Don't look. Captain's log, star date 6257.1 dash Q. I've gone to a planet filled with grapes, but completely empty 
of wine. <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many grapes, so little wine. <laughs> I've asked Wesley Crusher to join me on the grape planet. <laughs> We, he, will, he and I will <laughs> we'll run barefoot <laughs> through the vineyard, crushing the grapes and sending their juice <laughs> into the dirt below where I have small filtration systems set up to extract the exquisite wine. Wesley Crusher and I will run barefoot through... <laughs> <laughs> through every row of that vineyard on <laughs> on Grape Planet. <laughs> For I am Jean-Luc Picard. Geordi <sighs> will beam down to collect some of the vintage wine. And his <laughs> his blind... <laughs> His blind man glasses that look like a child's hairband from the early 90s will fall into the grapes and get crushed by Wesley Crusher's feet. Wesley will say, Crusher hardly knew her. And Johnny will punch him in the balls. That's, that's, the, that's as much of the episode of, as I've come up with. Holy smokes, I can't believe it. It took, it took four hours. Like, an hour ago, I was sitting there telling Kimmy, like, that's no fair, because she's giggling and cackling all over the place. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, hey, that's not fair, because ain't nothing happening over on this side of town. But of course, when the night is over and I get it to bed, that's why I start. That's what I start feeling. Feel like I could take me sky high, Wesley Crusher, played by. I can't think of his name. Will Sasso. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Wesley Crusher was not played by Will Sasso. Nor was he played by Vidal Sassoon. It was played, of course, by Will Wheaton. Plays Wesley Crusher. That was oh, that was the whole joke, by the way. The, all that stuff happens in the episode that I will write. Um, except... Uh, the whole the whole purpose the whole purpose of that joke was just just so the, the whole reason they went to Great Planet was so so Wesley Crusher, who has the last name Crusher, would crush grapes with Jean Luc Picard and then the Picard you know, they would make that joke. Crusher hardly knew her. That was that was the whole was the whole the whole reason for that episode. The whole episode written around that one joke. <laughs> Star Trek, The Next Generation. <laughs> Classic. Lost episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Now it's been 10 minutes. If 
feels like half that. So does that, did I stop time? I'm not stop. I know I'm not, I'm not being like crazy. Did I, did it slow my perception of time? Slowed it down, maybe? Maybe a little bit? Anyway. All right. Cliffy, this is your uncle Jean-Luc <laughs> Womack. You were supposed to report to the Starship Enterprise three weeks ago. Where the hell are you, Cliffy? It's your uncle. I forgot. Cliff. Should, should Cliff Luke Picard. Jean-Luc. No, it's got to be. Cliffy, this is your uncle. Cliff Luke Picard. Captain, Captain Cliff. Cliffy, this is your uncle Cliff. Uncle Captain, Captain Cliff. Reporting from the bridge. Where the hell have you been, Cliffy? Where have you been, Cliffy? Hey, Cliffy. Where have you been, Cliffy? Alright, I gotta, I gotta go to bed. Why is the screen white? This is obnoxious. Haven't you done enough damage already, Apple? Alright. Later, Gators. Okay, yeah, wasn't that nice? <laughs> so yeah, I uh, was very sleepy and as a result thought that I had stopped time and then it just became Jean-Luc Picard, the Starship Enterprise. You know, the thing that, that really kills me is I, I wasn't... Because uh, I didn't have the uh, <laughs> the awareness at the time. I called it, like, Grape Planet or something like that. Planet of the Grapes. That would be the episode title. It would be called Planet of the Grapes. And it would be... This <laughs> is a planet made entirely of grapes, but there's no wine. And as we all know, uh, Jean-Luc Picard becomes a, uh, uh, you know, a wine guy, a vineyard uh, dude. And uh, what, what do you call that? What do you call that? Yeah, anyway, he's a, he, he makes the wine... He lives somewhere and retires, moves to France, and has his own vineyard, uh, as you would expect from Jean-Luc Picard. And so, it would only make sense that, yeah, Picard and Crusher, because that's his last name, he finally puts the last name to use, and he's crushing grapes on the planet of the grapes. And then he crushes Jordy's uh, banana clip eyeglass thing, blind man banana clip glasses uh so much fun and here's one little quick uh just a quick thing that i did uh it's 90 seconds this was officially even though i said hey it's time to go to bed then i i turned on and kept recording because i thought i'm so funny i've got one more thing to say so here let's take a listen to this one last little clip from last friday night right before i fell asleep cliffy this is your uncle cliff cliffy this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliff, 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 Cliff. Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. 
Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. Give me a call, Cliff. Cliff. Cliffy, Cliffy, Cliffy. Cliffy. Whatever happened to Grandma Cliff? She was the best one. She's in... Haven't seen her since the holiday spectacular. Oh, they're playing Jump and Jive on Sirius XM. Alexa, volume up two times. Damn it, just ended. Alexa, volume down two times. I'll tell you what I love is listen to 40s Junction on Sirius XM. I listen to Seriously Sinatra, 40s Junction, The Howard Stern Show, Busted Open, and really tons of other channels on Sirius, but those are, those are the big ones. Those are the ones I couldn't live without. All right, uh, uh, goodbye. I couldn't even muster up a later Gators during that particular recording. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. No no recordings since then. Because it's just, yeah. This past Friday, the delicious uh, chocolate. It was like a cheesecake. It was almost like a tiny little nickel-sized cookie. Cake. Like, had a cake-like taste. Chocolate blue cheesecake. Some blueberry cheesecake. I don't know. It was delicious. It was the best tasting of anything that I've had from Nature's Remedies. And they have some pretty good tasting stuff. And this was really tasty. Very good. Uh, and uh, the wife and I stayed up and we watched the show called Hacks on HBO. Max. Hacks on Max. And that was that's pretty funny. It's Actually, it's, it's not that funny. It's not that funny. But it's good. It's good enough. I, I like it. It's entertaining enough. Uh, you know, I like shit that Anything that's about showbiz, I'm happy about that. I watched Trumbo this week, which I had been meaning to watch for, I don't know, six years since it came out. And then I saw that it was leaving Netflix. My buddy, uh, D.E., tweeted about, hey, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's going to leave Netflix on the 18th. I said, hey, yeah, Trumbo. I haven't watched Trumbo. So I watched Trumbo. It's very good. I really like it. I love that kind of stuff, too. Any of that, like, period stuff about showbiz. Uh, yeah, this, this is good. Very good. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the merch. I want to talk about merch, dude. Uh, have you gone to birthdayboyshop.com? Uh, well, unless, you're, unless your name's Mike Correa or Superfan Dumas, the two, uh, the two ultimate superfans, uh, no, you haven't. You're full of shit, or or me. I'm the I'm the third person who is who has given myself business by buying this uh, iPhone case, which I quite like. It's a quality case, even if you don't like the Birthday Boy Podcast logo on the back. This is a this is a nice, sturdy plastic iPhone case. I really loved the iPhone case that I had before. I didn't actually think that I, I that's the thing. I bought it just to see what it looked like. I didn't actually think I was going to use it on my iPhone, uh, but then I I snapped my iPhone into place. And it looks pretty damn good, so I'm going to leave it there. And uh, also, I can't seem to get it out anyways, so it's maybe stuck there forever, which is fine. It's a good case. 
Uh, dude, go to birthdayboyshop.com. Go get yourself a La Poopy t-shirt, just like, just like Mike and, uh, and Carrie Dumas have done. And, uh, I believe, uh, one of those has shipped. The other one should soon. And I hope they are of a superior quality. I hope. And we'll find out as soon as they arrive. But, uh, yeah, you've got a La Poopy t-shirt. You've got a t-shirt that says Live, Laugh, Love. And that's crossed out and it says Go F Self. And there's a uh, there's a two-piece bikini, and there's a sports bra, and there's a one-piece bikini, and a and a dress, or like a tight dress, a skirt, something or other. Uh, there's hats, I think. Yeah, there's a hat. There's iPhone case, Samsung case for all size, all the different iPhones and Samsung models. There's a, I believe there's a laptop sleeve, various different size laptop. Uh, you know laptop thing that you put your laptop in or your macbook if you will um backpacks coffee mugs jewelry type things ah, blankets pillows towels anything you could want with birthday boy podcast logo on it and i don't know yeah the lapoopy is obviously the number one seller it's the only seller aside from this phone case but listen this is a two-year anniversary of free shit from me to you. So go, and for my birthday, on the two-year the two-year anniversary, whenever I tell you this is the anniversary of the podcast, that means it's also the anniversary of me. Plus, you know, several decades. So for my birthday, go buy shit from birthdayboyshop.com if you haven't already. I... I beg of you. I'm pleading with you. I'm I'm desperate. I'm desperate for attention and I'm desperate for sales from my merch shop. So get get out there and, and buy it. Uh, otherwise I'll just close it down because I don't want to pay for a shop that nobody's using to buy anything. So anyway, uh, wait, that's not what I... Just joking. The Birthday Boy Shop, birthdayboyshop.com, is, uh, it's white hot. Uh, the shirts are selling out like crazy. So you gotta go get there now and buy your shirts and buy your merch, buy all kinds of, uh, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a, like a water bottle too. There's tons of stuff. Like I said, coffee mug, kid sizes, bathing suits, t-shirts, uh, hoodies, there's everything. There's a Womack style shirt. It says Womack style on it. Come on. What are you waiting for? It's it's going to be Father's Day soon. Hello. Uh, so join everybody else. Join the millions and millions of others who have gone to birthdayboyshop.com and placed their orders. Because uh, this stuff's going to sell out. It's going to sell out fast. Yes, that's it. That's that's It's going to sell out fast. You're going to want to get there now. Go to birthdayboyshop.com. Get these... Get these white hot items before they are gone, and who knows when they will be replenished? Because uh, it's just it's just flying off the shelves. Can't keep this stuff in stock. Get out there now, grab it while you still can. All the merch, all the shirts, the apparel, the backpacks, the accessories, this and that. We've got it all, man. We've got it all. Birthdayboyshop.com. Get out there while you still can, because everybody everybody else is. And you're the last. Per- if you haven't done it now, you're the only one left who hasn't. That's, 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 
the correct. That's the actual reality of the situation. So go home, go out there now, birthdayboyshop.com. Get your merch while it's still there. Come on, let's go, let's go. All right, I need to take a water break. I talk differently when I do this on the when I have the phone in my hand. It's a phone. There's a mental thing. There's like a tick that I have in my my when I'm talking to the microphone and I can hear myself in the beats in my cans. Uh, it's different. It's a different thing. My so I need to take I need to take a break. When I have the phone, I can go for two hours without even exhaling. And uh, when I talk into the thing here, I need more breaks. So I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna come back. And uh, speaking of birthdays, I'm gonna play some some recordings that I've never played of some birthday gifts that I've given in the last couple of months. So yeah, it's coming coming at you in just a minute, right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Stick around. Ooh. Yeah, what's this? A new tune made by who could this be? Who's the who's composed this masterpiece? Could it be the one and the only Johnny Boy? Yeah. All right, let's fade this out though. It's impossible not to listen though. You'll hear more of this later, trust me. All right. I wanted to play. Okay. There. Ow! Jesus! I wanted to play uh, a little. Play some clips. Uh, Birthday Boy Podcast, episode 81, the two year anniversary. It is, in fact, my birthday. Well, I'm recording this on the 23rd. I'll let you in on a little secret here. Uh, recording on the 23rd. Probably post it on the twenty fourth. Maybe I'll post it on the twenty third. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But uh, yeah, it was recently Shimo's birthday back in March, a couple two months ago. I mean, that's fairly recent. And uh, the wife's birthday a couple weeks ago. And I did what I always do. I got uh, some cameos. I thought you would enjoy listening to. Here's the cameo that I got for Shimo. Uh, <laughs> I got a Kevin Nash cameo for Shimo because, you know, he's out on cameo. He's not super expensive. He's one of our favorites. We got to see his debut in the Knickerbocker Arena, which was later known as the Pepsi Arena, which is now the Times Union Arena, Times Union Center, whatever it's called. I don't know. I haven't, I don't think it, oh, maybe it was the Times Union Center, I guess, when I lived there. Was it? Pepsi Arena, then the Times. Yeah, I guess I, I guess it was Times Union Center uh, when I lived there. Still, anyway, it's the Times Union Center now. But we saw Diesel, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, made his debut. Kevin Nash as Shawn Michaels' bodyguard, and he punched Marty Jannetty and he knocked him out. And Shawn Michaels rolled up Marty Jannetty and he won the Intercontinental Championship. We witnessed history, a title change. Shawn Michaels winning his second Intercontinental title. That's a big deal. Kevin Nash making his debut as Diesel. That's a big deal. That's and there were no cameras. It wasn't recorded. We have a couple we have a couple uh, still pictures in the old album. And that's about it. 
And so I, I sent him a cameo and said, oh, Mr. Nash, could you please uh, wish happy birthday to my friend Joe? And he, we were there and we saw your debut. And of course, look, wrestlers appreciate their fans. They really do. When the fans aren't douchebags and are like, you know, clearly big time fans. And Kevin Nash clearly, if you look at his cameos, they're like maybe 90 seconds long. or maybe a minute long, most of his cameos. He got a request from some true wrestling fans. True Kevin Nash fans. So Kevin Nash gave the full treatment, which was a five-minute cameo, which was great. And it was also, in some ways, it was like having a conversation, you know, when I would call my grandma on Sunday nights. Clearly, uh, Big Big Daddy Cool is probably sitting around looking for people to talk to at home during the, uh, you know, the quarantine. This is two months ago. He was about to go get his first vaccination, so he was... He was still quarantining and staying home and doing his thing, you know. Probably hitting a hitting a little of the old vino from uh, from the planet of the grapes. I'm sure delivered by Jean Luc and and Wesley Crusher. Uh But it was great. It was awesome. He gave. I mean, just five minutes talking about wrestling, talking about talking about going to Vince's house, uh, you know, before and then dri- in Connecticut and then driving out to Albany to to make his debut. I, I just think that's I, that stuff is so cool. That is a, I mean, what a dream scenario. I like being a seven foot wrestler who's about to become a megastar, whether he knows it or not at the time, probably not. He's about to become a huge star. Like a year and a half later, he's going to have won every title that they have, and he's going to beat Bob Backlund, a Hall of Famer, in eight seconds in Madison Square Garden to win the world title. And, uh, I mean, you know, that's. That's exciting stuff. You're hanging out with you know Vince's house. Like, okay, yeah, you're gonna drive to Albany and you're gonna make your debut with Shawn Michaels, and there you go, you got a job, pal. That's that's awesome. So to hear Kevin Nash talk about it a little bit is is pretty cool. So I'm going to play that for you right now, and I'm doing it the lame way. I'm just holding my phone up to the microphone. Let's see if that works. Hey Joe, uh, what's up, my man? I wanted to wish you happy birthday tomorrow. Uh, you'll be 41. Your best friend of the last 35 years, um, John, sent this uh, request. Um, it's crazy that you saw my debut in 93 at the Nick, at the Nick in, uh, in Albany. Um, yeah, that was, that was such a crazy night. I drove to Vences. I, got picked, I flew into LaGuardia. I, uh, they leveled me to Vince's house, had like a two, three hour meeting with Vince, and then they limoed me to Albany. And I walked in the dressing room and met Sean, and, you know, we put together what we were going to do. And, you know, I'd been in the business for three years, and that night, you know, I, I, I helped Sean, you know, I, I did the trip spot and helped Sean win the, uh, the IC uh, belt. And in essence, in one, you know, one 20-minute segment with the WWF at that time, I had done more than I had, you know, had, had accomplished in three years at WCW. So it was, it was, it was crazy. And uh, every time I, I go to, to Albany, Albany, and uh, I think it's called the Pepsi Center now, but uh, every time I go there, you know, I always tell people, like, hey, man, I had my first uh, event with WWF back in the day. I think it was June 6th. Sixth. Yep. Uh, something like that. Anyway. That's exactly so, right. Uh, just uh, want to give you a birthday shout out. 
And um, I think I've got a, a signing coming up in Albany uh, once we, 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 we get this pandemic uh, shit behind us. I go tomorrow. I'm actually, uh, I'm having to drive 68 miles tomorrow. I live on the coast down in Florida. And, uh, you know, you can't get anything on the coast. But inward, you know, in, inland, I'm, I'm driving about 35 miles. I'm driving towards St. Augustine, which is south, uh, north, and then I've got to go inland about 38 miles or something like that. And uh, I'm going to Palaka to a CVS to get my first shot tomorrow at uh, 2.15. So hopefully I'll, 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 you know, get vaccinated up and... Uh, at least I'll be safe, and uh, I've already had the COVID uh, once, you know, myself. So I've got some some antibodies still. So, but uh, I'm sure that that's what you want to talk about uh, on your birthday wishes. This bullshit virus going around. But uh, have a great birthday tomorrow. Uh, Forty one. I what did I do? When I, I, oh, uh, my forty my forty first birthday. I'm pretty sure. That was the, uh, that was July 9th. I blew my quad out. If I'm not mistaken, I blew my quad out uh, on the 8th in, on Raw in Philadelphia. And they uh, learjetted me that night to Birmingham. And uh, I woke up in Birmingham and they did surgery to repair my, my quad that next morning and then they um put me in my bed and i was there for like you know i didn't move around too much for like a day and a half they had a catheter on me because I, I couldn't put any pressure on it and um when they finally did move me they got me out they put me on a, a gurney to, to uh go down they, they were going to start some rehab they put me on a gurney first just so they could get me off and it was i hadn't so I had put like this fake tan shit on. And um, when they pulled me off at the, uh, the the original bed that I was in after my surgery, I hadn't showered or anything since the match. So it looked like the shroud of Jesus. And there was this outline of my body, like my hair and everything with this, uh, this pro tan bullshit. And uh, kind of crazy. I'm rambling. Happy birthday, my man. Take care. Bye. <laughs> big daddy cool, big sexy Kevin Nash. Birthday wishes back in March for uh, for Shimo. Hey, listen, I mean, I played for you. Uh, Kevin Nash, this, that video is 4 minutes and 38 seconds. That's fantastic. The dude, like, he wanted to give more than just a quick, hey, happy birthday, thanks for choosing me for cameo, hope you have a great day, blah, blah, blah. Uh, which I'm, I'm sure he probably has to do that for a lot of folks, but you know, he, in my personal opinion, I think that he recognized a couple of super fans and wanted to go the extra mile to uh, to give up more than just uh, just a minute or so, because that's you know when I got Nate last year, uh, Mr. Feeney, Bill Daniels, was it Danielson or Daniels? Uh, look, the guys, the guys like my. My late grandmother, who's been dead for three years, he's her age, maybe even a little bit older. So the guy went on for 40 seconds. <clears throat> okay. 
but you know for 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 what you pay to get a cameo 40 seconds is even if you're in your 90s dude uh, come on man so hello nate it's bill daniels yeah from boy meets world bill daniels i hear from your friend john that your 40th birthday is coming up that's wonderful congratulations he also tells me that the two of you were like sean and Corey in high school <laughs> that's great to paraphrase george feeney when you find true friendship hold on to it and cherish it because there's nothing finer so please stay safe and happy birthday. Okay. It's, v it's very sweet. Very sweet message. Short and sweet. Uh, you know, but some of these guys... Look, what can I say? Most of the cameos that I've gotten for anybody, I think I think the way to go is with people named Kevin. Because most of the cameos... One, two, three, four, five. I've gotten five cameos from Kevin McDonald. And they're all... Knocks them out of the park. Uh, Kevin Nash knocked it out of the park. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I thought that was I thought it was cute. It was it was sweet that he was telling us of uh, you know going to the CVS. I'm going to drive uh, so many miles north to St. Augustine or whatever it was, and then a few miles inland to head to the CVS and pop a caca, whatever the fuck he said it was called, and. Get my uh, get my COVID shot that he's already had COVID, and then when he got it, he tore his quad. I remember that back in two thousand two. I guess that has to be the one that he's referring to. And uh, when he when he was he had been injured for a few months, and then he came back and he was in one tag team match, and I was so excited because I was such a huge fan, and I waited for six years. He left in ninety six with Scott Hall to go to WCW and do the NWO and like just the biggest thing ever in wrestling. And, uh, and so all I wanted was for him to come back to WWE and be diesel again. And when they finally came back as the NWO, it was not, uh, you know, Scott Hall was, was razor Ramon, uh, was gone within, uh, what, like two months, I think three, three months, maybe, uh, may, maybe early June. Uh, and Nash was on the sidelines from July until uh, the following April. It was one tag team match, and he gets tagged in, and he like runs across the ring, and you just see him go down, and he just starts screaming. <laughs> and that was so. I think that's what he's referring to. And then, of course, obviously, he had all that tanner on, and he left the uh, the shroud of Turin uh, in his wake when he got up out of the bed. So yeah, that that was cool though. I I really do. In my opinion, I think he said these guys these guys are true fans. They know my they know my mighty work. And by the way, he's correct. I I don't. There's certain dates from the '90s that I remember, and it's all because they, they revolve around wrestling dates. That's those are the the milestones that I remember from my childhood. So like sometimes my parents are like, "How did you know that that the 17th was a Tuesday in 1995?" I'm like, "Oh, because." Uh, because SummerSlam was two days before that, or, you know, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, I know that June 6th, because we saw that match, Shawn Michaels with this new bodyguard. I remember turning to Joe and saying, oh, my God, look at the size of this guy. Someday these two are going to have, like, a huge feud. And sure enough, less than two years later, they were the main event of WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And then uh, a year after that, he was a huge 
huge news, huge deal with uh, doing the NWO thing. But uh, And it was also on the same night that the Hulkster and Brutus the Barber Beefcake took on Money Incorporated for the tag team titles, Sergeant Slaughter, special guest referee. Uh, you know, it was good. It was a good little, uh, good little event. A lot of good, good fun stuff. Anyway, and then the week later was uh, King of the Ring on June thirteenth. Anyway, who cares? Uh, so that was I thought that was a cool cameo from Kevin Nash, and uh, a good birthday present for Shimo. Here's another Kevin. This is Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. Who this is a record. All of Kevin McDonald's cameo videos, three minutes and fourteen. And look, it's not. It's it's quality, not quantity. But when you see a video come back, and, and you know, God bless old Mister Feeney, and it's forty seconds long, and you're like, oh man, this, that's not a lot of time for what I paid for this. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's a very that's a very quick, uh, you know. And, and hacksaw Jim Duggins was hacksaw Jim Duggins. That's a perfect example. I got the cameo for my dad for I guess Father's Day last year. Got old old hacksaw Duggan. With a two by four, ho, oh, tough guy, uh, and it was it was exactly one minute long, and at first I'm like, oh man, a minute, but he got a, he fit a lot in. It was really sweet. It was really nice. A good you know personal shout out to my dad who you know he knows him personally. That I thought that was cool. Uh, whatever, uh, and then Kevin McDonald goes on for three minutes, and to me it's just pure gold. And this one I got for Kimmy for her birthday a couple weeks ago, and it was five minutes and twenty seconds. And it's great. Let's take a listen to Kevin McDonald. Hi, Kimmy. I'm Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall, and I'm a lot older than we had our TV show in the 90s. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kimmy, and let's get started. I'm on the first step. I'm on the second step. If you don't know, go, uh, go YouTube. Uh, Kids in the Hall, I don't know if it's called Climbing the Stairs. It's this ridiculous musical number they did where they're literally, it's Kevin McDonald and Scott Thompson, and that's literally what they're saying. I'm on the first step, do do do, and then they climb, and then they go, I'm on the second step, do do do, and they just keep climbing to the top of the stairs, and they find true love on the way. It's just, it's one of my favorites. It makes me laugh every time, and so he was kind enough to do a little of that because Kimmy loves that one too, so. It's great. God, but he was too busy. I'm on the third step. I'm on the fourth step. We were really filming in high, and I was afraid of heights. And every time that they yelled cut, I got down on the uh, on a step and laid down. So they said, actually, because I'm a coward. I'm on the sixth step. What waits for us on the seventh step? What? All right, I went blank. I got to the seven steps, and I forgot everything also before the, the, the opening. Anyway, hi, Kimmy. I'm Kevin McDonald. Um, this is by John Hopkins. Um, not the person you know, but the hospital. Um, the hospital wanted me to wish you happy birthday. The hospital really likes you, Kimmy. They're a big fan. John Hopkins Hospital. The whole hospital. They're a big fan. Um, and uh, No, I'm sorry. No, I'm reading right. It is your friend. It's not the hospital. That, that would have been stupid. <laughs> it would have been nice. I, would, I wish a hospital was a fan of mine. I'm sure there's a... Uh, I, I'm a minor celebrity. I'm sure I have a few uh, oil rigs, uh, a few ships, and maybe a helicopter or two that are fans of mine. Why not? Um, hello, anyway, Kimmy, John Hopkins says, Hi, Kevin, my wife, Kimmy. All right, stop bragging. You're married to Kimmy. All right, all right. You're the, you're the lucky guy that got her. Stop bragging. Uh, Hi, Kevin. My wife Kimmy's birthday is today, and she would love a message from her favorite kid. 
Unfortunately, we could only get you. <laughs> I added that part. Uh, he, 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 he probably thought that. Um, uh, he, he probably wrote it, but he said favorite kid. He probably wrote it like this. Hi, Kevin. No, I know I'm, he was texting, but I pretend that he's writing. Hi, Kevin. My wife Kimmy's birthday is today, and she would love a message from her favorite kid. Um, of course, you're not her favorite kid, uh, but I went on Cameo, and you're the only one we can afford because the others are ridiculously expensive. <laughs> so, um, and you're a little funny, uh, and you're only forty dollars. So, um, we're calling you a favorite kid, and please say something uh, for Kimmy. Um, but yeah, Dave Foley's on Cameo, and he's, uh, he's the most popular kid in the hall, so he, he's $100. I'm, um, I'm the weakest kid in the hall, so I'm, um, I'm, uh, $40. Uh, it's, it's, but the thing is, Dave's $78 funny, so you lose a lot of money. Like, he costs $100, he's $78 funny. I cost $40, but I'm $46 funny. So, John Hopkins, go to the John Hopkins Hospital, go to the cafeteria, here's the best there is, and buy a $6 sandwich. They're very expensive sandwiches. Though. You made $6 of me. All right. Um, uh, he said that um, uh, you liked the journey to the top of the stairs, so I sang what I remembered, which was only 118th of what it was. And, um, uh, oh, here, here's a, here's a birthday gift for you. Just a sec, just a sec. The bird stays. You go, you skank. <laughs> I love saying that. I called Bruce, who played my wife a skank, uh, like, all day that day. And then... Uh, another great sketch <clears throat> if you can check out on youtube uh kids in the hall beard he comes back kevin comes back from vacation he grows a beard and hilarity ensues when i went home um uh, my wife uh tiffany said um, hi kevin and i said shut up you skank i was in character <laughs> we get divorced the next day but sketch comedy is very important to me uh first time you like to sketch first time all right i'll end with a boring story i know i'm being boring so here a little exciting belly button. He showed his belly. He lifted up his shirt and showed his belly button. And the sketch called First Time, Kevin McDonald plays a, you know, a teenage kid. And Mark McKinney plays a teenage girl with sparkly braces. And uh, they're sitting. It's a rainy day. They're sitting in, like, her parents' bedroom. Her parents are out of town. And, uh, and they're about to have sex for the first time. And she's going to get ready. And he's he looks, and you know, it's thunder and lightning. And... He sees like the picture of the dad with a with hunting, you know, holding a rifle, and uh, I don't know some a, a dead, uh, you know, a deer mounted on the wall or something like that. And then he looks in the corner, and there's the there's the dog, uh, you know, the dog kind of growling in the corner. And then she comes out, and uh, and <laughs> Kevin McDonald's character passes out, and Mark McKinney's character, the, as the girl comes out and sees him passed out on the floor, and the the dog is just laying into him, just humping the shit out of him. Anyway. Action. Uh, my flabby belly button of happiness, I call it. Um, uh, first time. That's where a uh, very Catholic scene. The Mark wrote uh, with, uh, with our like head writer, Norm. Um, and he, uh, they wrote that it was very Catholic. And I'm Catholic, so I loved it. Uh, I didn't write a word of it, though. But I acted okay. Uh, and um, uh, we didn't have an ending. And um, uh, and then we, we needed the dog for an earlier scene, uh, like, like the earlier part of the scene where I, I'm afraid of the dog. And then um, and we it was the only sketch ever that we went to film it where we didn't have the uh, ending written, but we liked the scene so much. And then when we got there, Mark got this idea that what if the, um, the dog was uh, humping me? <laughs> and he and he asked the um, the trainer if he could do it. He, could you could the dog could your dog uh, hump Kevin? And he said. 
Yeah, he might bite him, Kevin. And Mark said, that's fine. But, but he will get some humping before he bites Kevin? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, so what they did was they put, um, the dog loved cheese, so they put cheese on my ass. And then the dog just uh, humped the cheese. And it looked like he was humping me. And I, and I sort of swung back and forth, so it looked like it was real. And a lot of people think it is real. And um, it isn't real. All right, it's real. No, it isn't. Happy birthday to Kimmy. Happy birthday to Kimmy. Happy birthday to Kimmy, 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 Kimmy. I just broke the Guinness Book of Records for saying Kimmy in a cameo video. There was no record, but I broke it, but I forgot to call Guinness Book of Records so nobody knows. Happy birthday to you. It was put by John Hopkins, your husband, not the hospital. Happy birthday, Kimmy. This is put by John. I'm Kevin McDonald. And as I just proved, I'm the weakest kid in the home. And something just fell out of my mouth. I'll go find what it is. <laughs> I think that's I think that's fucking that's gold. He's soaked like I don't know, man. To to uh, me, I, t I sit here and I talk, and I'm clearly an amateur. There's no there's no debating that. Uh, when you when you have a pro like that, an improv guy, a comedian, a sketch comedy icon. Not the weakest kid in the hall, in my opinion. The best, funniest kid in the hall, by far. Uh, who is wildly uh, underpriced on Cameo. It is it's $41, to be specific. And I just think that's insane. I would, uh, admittedly, uh, I guess don't tell him this, I would pay a lot more. Because that's, that's fantastic. That is, that is more than $40 worth, $41 worth. And the fact that he can just go for five minutes... And it's not nonstop laughs and fun and funny. So there's a couple couple recent cameos. Uh, what else? Oh, I've got one I can play for you. Here's some here's some audio that I'm going to play. Uh, so a, a few days ago at work, there there was a new fella, and he was introduced on one of the 17 daily calls we have to give the status on the shit that we're working on. And he was introduced. And the, the person running the call said, hey, uh, you know, so-and-so, his name's John. Hey, John, uh, it's your first week. Uh, if you want to just take 30 seconds and say hi, it's, uh, it's all yours. And I like this guy because some people, like me, I would be like, oh, my God, I have to go. If I do 29 seconds, they'll fire me. Uh, and he's a, you know, he's a totally doesn't give a shit guy. He gets on and he says, uh, yeah, I'm not going to need 30 seconds. Hi, I'm John. And that was about it. And I said, all right, then. I like this guy. Um, and then a couple of my buddies who, uh, who you know, we have a, a little group chat, a little group text. We were joking that, uh, you know, the 30 seconds, if he had literally taken 30 seconds to say hi. And then we were, we, we wanted to know, could any of us actually say hi in 30 seconds could like take a full 30 seconds without running out of breath to say hi and so you know we during this very important meeting we went back and forth with uh, with each other and i sent an audio file where I, uh, one of the guys he did 20 26 seconds uh here's my my first attempt was did not go so well Did you do 22 seconds? 
That's ridiculous. <laughs> Without laughing. So that's as far as I got, but I didn't, and then he came back. Yeah, so we did 22 seconds, and then he said, at 26.29 seconds, and I said, I gotta get, I need to get 30 seconds. I need to, I need to prove it to these guys. I could be doing work, but I, I'm not doing anything until I get this. So here we go. I did it exactly. I did 30 seconds of high. Here we go. I was shocked that I made it, and then another uh, another friend uh, came in. He got he got thirty seconds too, and this uh, just made me. <laughs> it just sounds like a weed whacker after a while. <laughs> so I so then I was just laughing, just picturing if this guy on the call, if he was asked like, "Hey, uh, you want to take thirty seconds and say hi?" and if he literally just unmuted his phone and said, "Hi," I went on for thirty seconds, <laughs> and then and then went back on mute. Oh man, I mean that's I'm totally stealing that bit as I told these the fellas here and I said that is going to make it into a bank life uh, as everybody's sitting around the table and then the new guy gets introduced. You want to take uh, 30 seconds and just say hi to the team? Ha. Uh... And then it goes on for 30 seconds while everybody looks awkwardly at each other. Oh man, that's good stuff. That's a, a rare a rare bit of fun in an otherwise miserable uh, <laughs> otherwise miserable day. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, okay, we got uh, talked about the merch. Carrie and Mike, super fans, you got it. Kevin McDonald cameo, did it. Kevin Nash cameo, did it. Uh, Planet of the Grapes, got it. Okay, so there's two more things. Okay, crumble cookies. I gotta, I, I, let me tell you something. Uh, when I drive past a store and I see a, something that says crumble cookies and that wasn't there a week ago, I, I'm going to get me a big box of cookies. So there's a place to open up down the road called crumble cookies. And uh, last Friday placed an order just like, just like the same as if I would go to, to nature's uh, remedies. I placed an order for my crumble cookies I ordered a whole box. I ordered every cookie that they had on the menu, one or two of each. Uh, we got uh, I don't I don't know I don't know how many cookies I don't even remember. I want to say it was a eh, it was more than a dozen. Maybe it was sixteen. I want to say it was sixteen cookies, 
Anyway, we ordered those cookies, picked them up Friday night, pulled into the curbside pickup. Guy came out with a big box. As soon as he put the box in my hand, it was warm. Oh my God, these are these are fresh, right out of the oven, hot cookies. And so I flew home so that everyone could try them. We had a cho- chocolate chip cookies. There was like a sugar cookie. There was like a cupcake cookie. There were we got Oreo cookies, which was oh, uh, waffle cookies, and they even gave you packets of syrup for the waffle cookies that had frosting on top of it, and blueberry flavored cookies. And I feel like there's another cookie that I'm leaving off that I can't remember. But yeah, chocolate chip, sugar, yeah, yeah I, I think I listed them all. And man, I just dug right into those cookies. And they were all, the sugar cookie was a little too much. It was a little, little too, too sugary sweet for me. I woke, I mean, the amount of cookies I ate on Friday night. Uh, maybe that's why I didn't feel the effects of my taffy for so long because I was on a sugar high and I couldn't, I couldn't tell that I had to come down from that first before the taffy kicked in. Either way, Saturday morning, I felt like I had a hangover. My head was splitting. It was just sugar. I ate so many cookies on Friday night, but oh my God, unbelievable. And, uh, the chocolate chip cookies, big, thick, they're huge. They're heavy. You pick it up. It's like a paperweight. It's massive cookie. It's so much cookie. And, uh, and then, and then the, yeah, the blueberry, I dug into that first and it was, it was very good. I tried chocolate chip with a glass of milk. Oh, it was unbelievable. And then the, the, the cupcake one was a surprise. I didn't think I would like it that much. I loved it. Uh, the sugar cookie was a disappointment because it was too much sugar. Uh, the waffle cookie was was good. Not the best, not the worst. It was good, and it was delicious, dipped in syrup. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's just a box of diabetes is what it is. Uh, and then the the best, by far, in my opinion, was the Oreo cookie. It was just a big chocolate cookie with frosting. I didn't think I would like it as much. I love Oreos. I love dipping Oreos in milk. Delicious. But it's not my favorite thing on the planet. Uh, I do, I will, I will devour Oreos. Uh, but there's other, there's other treats that I like uh, better than those. This giant hot Oreo cookie that was so soft and hot, and oh my god, and the frosting, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say. I, I just wrote down crumble cookies in my notes for today's show. I don't know what else to tell you. They had a radio DJ, Frank FM, or whatever the hell. I I don't know anything about the local bullshit radio. Because who the hell, who listens to AM and FM radio, honestly? Who who the hell is still listening to that? You know, even in the last, like, 10 years who's listening to to terrestrial radio. Between all the streaming stuff and Sirius XM and all these other things and podcasts. I I mean, who? Anyway, so some doofus radio station was there. Uh, in a line around the, the side of the building. Luckily, I was smart, and I placed my order online, so they just brought the cookies out to my car. I was going to order some cookies today. I thought this would be nice, and they are closed on Sundays, so I'm not ordering cookies because I noticed they make different flavors. They have different... Every week, they rotate new flavors in and out. So, I mean, what? of course, there's an incentive now to just buy weekly cookies. I can't do this, but I... I saw they had a German chocolate cake cookie. German chocolate cake is my favorite. 
they had a German chocolate cake cookie. Well, I'm not going to get it because they're closed, and who knows what the flavors are next week. Hopefully, German chocolate cake. Well, I will tell you, crumble cookies. And I knew nothing. I've never heard of this place. And then I looked up on their website, and, and there's a reason why. There's no crumble cookies in the north. The northeast has two crumble cookies locations, and one is right here uh, in my town, and the other one is uh, in the same state not too far from here. And that's it. And uh, and then after that, I think Washington, D.C. is the next. That's the closest. Pennsylvania, maybe there's a few. And then D.C. And then they're all over the south. And they're all over Texas. And they're all over, they're in like Montana. They're, they're like everywhere except the Northeast. Which is kind of common. I, I have to think that a lot of places like New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont probably. They're probably not super friendly to franchise operations unless you've got a ton of dough i'm sure i'm sure the taxes and fees and all the things that it takes and the and the bullshit that one has to go through to open a franchise in these kinds of places it's probably not easy so yeah somebody i'll bet those crumble cookie locations throughout texas and florida and all these places is probably from people who had no interest in uh it, you know, going through the, it's probably a lot of Northerners who said, you know what, I'm going to save a ton of money. I'm going to get to keep a lot more money if I go someplace else. New Hampshire is a little more, uh, you know, the, the, the taxes are, are, are much better in a lot of ways. In some ways, they, they're awful. But in, you know, anyways, I'm sure for, for franchise, franchise operations, I'm sure it's, it's pretty favorable. So that's why you have places. You don't see like, you don't see Chick-fil-A too many places in the northeast and we've got there's two right right here where i live i'm not going to either of them because fuck chick-fil-a uh not just because of their stance on things but because like have you ever had popeyes why would you want to go to chick-fil-a when you can go to popeyes and there's a popeyes five minutes away so of course i'm gonna get a popeyes chicken sandwich before i get chick-fil-a chicken sandwich anyways i'm all worked up i need a cookie a crumble cookie uh, the final, uh, oh, and then here's something else I wanted to, to talk to you about. Cam Newton. He's, uh, the former quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. And he's the current quarterback of the New England Patriots. And he's on Instagram. Let me find him. All of his videos, it's the same thing. Of course, I said that, and now he probably, he's probably deleted them all. Let me see here. He says the same thing. It's just him, you know, in his, in his drip, his drip, drip, whatever you call it. Uh, he comes out of his house, or he's walking down the stairs, or, you know, so somewhere. And he says, one thing's for certain, two things for sure. I'm blessed, I'm always going to be blessed. I'm fresh, I'm always going to be fresh. And then, like, one pinky, one thumb, one love. And he does the, you know, like, hang loose, hang loose brother kind of thing. And so I'm trying to figure out one thing's for certain, two things for sure. And he says, I'm blessed, I'm going to be blessed, I'm fresh, I'm going to be fresh. Those are two things. Are those the two things for sure? If so, where's the one thing that's for certain? You're expecting to hear three things. One thing's for certain, two things for sure. It's going to rain today, and I wish I had a crumble cookie, 
but the cookie store is closed. So for certain it's going to rain, and for sure I want cookies, and I'm not going to get it from the one that I want because it's not open. There's three things, but here's, let's see. Can I can just pick. Hey, peep this. All right. I got a confession to make. No. I ain't, um, I have not got a haircut. It's, that's not what I want. That's not what I want from you, Cam. I want you coming out of your house, doing the thing that you always do. Where's that? Here we go. Wait a minute. Is this it? Yeah, here we go. Hold on. Let me tell you something that you probably already know. One thing for sir, two things for sure. First thing is I'm blessed. Second thing is I'm always going to be fresh. I am, you know that, but you already knew that. One finger, one pinky. So, am I missing some? One thing's for certain. There are two things are for sure. Uh, let me tell you something you already know. One thing for certain, two things for show. Uh, blessed and fresh. I, I keep hearing just two things. The first thing and then the second thing. What am I, what am I not picking up here? Is this... Let me tell you something that you already know. One thing for certain, two things for show. I'm blessed. There's one. Yep. Second thing is, I'm fresh. Always gonna be fresh. You, you dig what I'm saying? One finger, one pinky, one thumb, one love. Okay. Am I am I just bad at math? Look, I'm not the one to sit here and say that I'm better or worse than Cam Newton at math. But I'm hearing him say one thing for certain, two things. For sure. And then he says, first thing, blessed. It's always going to be blessed. Second thing, I'm fresh. I'm always going to be fresh. Should there not be a third thing? Am I, what am I missing? Because this drives me crazy. It's such a flawed, there's a huge glaring flaw in everything that he's saying. If he said one thing's for certain, two things for sure. First thing, I'm the New England Patriots quarterback. Second thing, I'm blessed. Always going to be blessed. The third thing, I'm fresh. Always going to be fresh. One finger, one pinky, one love. One, blah, blah, blah. Okay, one thumb. One th uh, then you got three things. I'm only hearing two things. Am I missing? What am I missing? You can, uh, you can check out the Birthday Boy Twitter page or the Facebook page and let me know. Lots of activity. People, just like the store, it's, uh, you know, they had to, they're, they're, they need more backup servers because they can't handle the traffic on the Birthday Boy Twitter page uh, and on the Facebook page. Just like BirthdayBoyShop.com is uh, is inundated all day long with uh, with requests and and traffic and things like that. I mean, everybody wants their 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 two piece Birthday Boy bikini, and uh, I can't blame them. I might get one for myself. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Let me know. Or birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com, uh, which was very popular back in 2019. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let me know. What, what's what's up with... Is it? Am I missing? Am I missing the third... Is the third thing right in front of me and I'm just missing it? Ah, Jesus. Uh, and then the final thing that I'm going to talk to you about today... Did I get everything here? Yep. 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 Good old... 
Sounding Board Theater. Yes, we had some last week. I already recorded this. I'm going to flip it over to that. There was a guy on the sounding board, and I'm just going to let you know now, there was never a resolution. They turned off the comments. It didn't really... It didn't really come to an end. I'm sure. Maybe it did. Maybe he's sitting in a jail cell right now. But anyways, there's a guy on the sounding board who was asking about having his license. He had his license revoked years ago. It was like a commercial landfill license, commercial wastes or something like that. I don't know. can't remember. But he had it revoked. And recently he went to a city official to try and get his license reinstated. Wouldn't happen. And his answer was to offer uh, $7,500 as a donation to the uh, upcoming Performing Arts Center that they're going to be building downtown. And so everybody's like, uh, so are you coming on here to just announce that you're trying to bribe a city official to get something that you want with money that's going to go to something that has absolutely nothing to do with the license you're trying to get? And uh, and it just it just kept snowballing. And this poor dummy really didn't seem to understand that he was completely bribing a public official and then and then discussing it openly on Facebook, which was great. Uh, so I'm going to kick you over to to a to a bit of sounding board theater, and then we'll close up shop here on episode 81 of the Birthday Boy podcast. Here's some sounding board theater. Check it out. Actually, by the way, it's been so long since I've done sounding board theater. If you're new to the show, if you haven't gone back and listened to every episode, as I highly highly recommend you do uh sounding board theater so like every every city every town has their local like neighborhood social media page the community page uh and in in this case it's called the sounding board the civic sounding board and uh it's it's usually just a shit show as of late it just hasn't you know there hasn't been a lot of interesting stuff it's it used to just be you know one simple request for you know where can i get pizza would turn into just a full-scale brawl, <laughs> a virtual online brawl, but just screaming and fighting, and, and, and it would get completely off-topic and just just a delightful little shit show. And it, there hasn't been that much lately. Now there is. So that's what Sounding Board Theater is. I don't think I do a lot of imitations. I used to... Sounding Board Theater, I used to get into character, all the different people, and, uh, you know, Scott Johnston talking about... You know, whatever. Uh, there's no real, there's no real, you know, there's no imitations or anything, but it's, it is, it's certainly theater, and I hope you enjoy the latest edition of Sounding Board Theater. All right, this is so great. I haven't done Sounding Board Theater in a long time. I haven't done a lot of the old bits in a long time, but th- there hasn't been anything worthy of Sounding Board Theater in a while, and I frankly don't really pay that much attention to it. There hasn't been much. I don't know if it's just because of the pandemic, just there's nothing going on. I don't know. It's, you know, it's stuff about masks here and there. Nothing really, though. This one is just so great. This is back to, this is how you know things are really starting to get back to normal. Because now people are, just the ridiculous non-COVID, non-pandemic related problems and issues and crazy topics are, are finally starting to come back which is great for me, and it's great for you, the listener. So somebody named Joe DeMello 
asks a question on the sounding board, and I'm, I'm, I want to read this because I know this whole post isn't going to be taken away. I have a problem. About three years ago, I got my Nashua commercial landfill permit revoked for not, quote, answering questions to their satisfaction, end quote. Basically, they wanted me to tattletale. Okay, that's vague. Uh, I decided not to, and they pulled a fast one. And I'm sure that's the full story. I'm sure there's no other side to that. I'm sure that's exactly they they said, uh, sir, we need you to rat some people out if you uh, don't want us to revoke your permit and reinstate it. I'm sure that's exactly it. I'm sure he's not leaving anything out. Uh, so I decided not to, and they pulled a fast one. I reached out last week to see what I had to do to get it back, and the director of public works just said no with no explanation. I offered a seven. <laughs> I offered a seventy-five hundred dollar donation. He calls it a donation to the Nashua Performing Arts Center. There's going to be a Performing Arts Center. It's a location that used to be a, a shoe store, Alex Shoes, which moved to a, a bigger location uh, that's not downtown, and they're, 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 there's going to be this big Performing Arts Center downtown, and uh, people either love it or they hate it. Anyway, uh, I offered a $7,500 donation to the Nashua Performing Arts Center or any Nashua cause in return for the permit. Again, a big no for her. He says donation. Some might call it something else. We'll get to that in a sec. So shot in the dark, who should I talk to or what direction should I go? Any ideas would be helpful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody just has a picture of the dude saying, huh? Uh, let's see. We've never had... Uh, to even begin to answer, one would have to have the whole complete story. Why did they pull it? If they said okay for the donation, that would be illegal and they could get fired. Yeah, classified as a bribe, it would be. Yeah, you can call it a donation, you could call it a gift, a charitable act, but if you've just told a public official that you will give $7,500 for a completely unrelated reason in exchange for a, a permit, <laughs> a commercial permit, you have just offered a bribe. I'm not a lawyer, I'm not in this field, but I have a pretty solid understanding of what a bribe is and when it is offered. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, somebody writes, I'm so confused. There has to be a reason they pulled it. I don't know. It seems kind of tacky to make a $7,500 donation to a completely different project in the city. And then parenthetically, a project that doesn't even belong. Oh, shut up. That uh, doesn't even belong here. And now I'm in the here and now, I might add. Okay, get it. And just think you should automatically get your permit back. I really don't care if I get dragged for this, but I can't stand when people think if you help me, I will turn a blind eye and give you a permit. But if you truly feel you were wrong, get a lawyer. But the $7,500 towards good use. Yeah. And he responds, Joe DeMello, thanks for the info. I'm just looking for a solutions. It seems to me she has a personal problem with me, trying to help the city out a little bit. I'm a fan of this project. The city is obviously strapped for money, and with the higher taxes, the city is getting milked by the state. And then the other person, so I'm wondering what the $7,500 has to do with this post at all, if you're not considering it a bribe. I'm just trying to understand where how this money comes into play at all here when you're insisting it's not a bribe. That's exactly what a bribe is. I'm not trying to shoot you down, my guy, but putting this online will only ruffle feathers even more. I'm sure this post has already been made it has already made it to the very people you wish to do good by. But now it just sounds awful and sketchy. This is not the way you get your permit back, man. I'm just saying, if I were you, I would just lawyer up if you really didn't do anything wrong. 
But stuff on the internet might get deleted, but people will still use it against you. Just remember that next time you throw money into posts like this. Yeah, dude, you're crazy, man. It's on the internet forever. You can delete it all day long, but it's on the internet, bro. Get the lawyer involved, old bud. Only way to deal with these officials. Hope it comes out in your favor. Uh, somebody named Nick Foote says, The mayor of Nashua, go over her head. And then somebody responds to that. And notify the mayor he offered a bribe to a city official that declined his offer? That will not get this gentleman very far. Nick Foote says, wasn't a bribe, it was a donation, but okay. I, am I crazy? How is this not a bribe? You can call, like, has, and of course he said it's a donation. Has anybody in the history of bribes ever said, uh, what if I offered you a bribe in exchange for this thing that I want that you've refused to give me up to this point? No. The, the word is most times donation. Oh, suppose I make a charitable donation to uh, this cause that you're uh, uh, the chairperson of. This the, you're on the board of. You know, I, I can't. I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, Nick Foot, not a bribe. It's a donation. Richard Wallet says a pig with lipstick is still a pig. Yeah. Thomas F. Hobbs Jr. says you tried to bribe the director of public works. <laughs> Christina Leviton says, that's right. That's what it sounds like. And announcing it to everyone. Yeah, exactly. Joe DeMello, not a bribe. You can't just say it's not a bribe and have it magically not be a bribe. You can, you can call it donation all day. Yes, I, I would like to offer this donation in exchange for me going about receiving this license uh, in the in the legal way that the procedure uh, dictates, I must I, I must uh, adhere to and abide by. I know you have certain uh, rules, laws, policies, procedures in place that uh, there are steps that need to be taken in order for me to obtain this license. And I know that you revoked this license that I once had several years ago. But I'd rather instead of going through the proper channels, how about I just give you? $7,500 for something completely unrelated, and then you just give me my certificate. Has he not? It's, it's amazing how stuff doesn't quite work its way through people's skulls in the way that it works through other people's skulls. Because, uh, yeah, I've never offered a bribe. I've never been offered a bribe or taken a bribe or anything. Uh, but I have a pretty solid understanding. It's, a, it's, it's not a very complex... Uh, thing to get your to wrap your mind around uh, it's a bribe anyway uh so yeah. <laughs> yeah so go to the mayor and tell them you tried to bribe the director of public works joe DeMello, not a bribe thomas f hobbs jr i mean that's what i'd say too if i tried to bribe a public official Mary Dowling Levine says, yes, that's considered a bribe if you offer to donate money in exchange for getting out of no sticker jail. Karen D. Bill, yes, it is a bribe saying you're going to donate a huge amount of money for your permit back. Talk to a judge. Uh, let's see. Uh, the city owes you an explanation, a legal reason to deny you the permit. If the city is playing hardball, then hire a lawyer that will force the city to get you an answer, a letter from an attorney that will get their attention. It would cost you 
a lot less than the 7K donation you offered. An attorney can demand the city give you legal reason for denying you a permit. Joe says, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Maybe you should have uh, not offered the bribe first and tried to talk to a lawyer and get some kind of information like that. What a dope. Why would you go to the sounding board? Why wouldn't you just call an attorney? There's, there's 3,000 attorneys in Nashua alone, let alone the rest of the state, the rest of the country, the rest of the planet. Just, like, put on a blindfold and spin around like pin the tail on a donkey. You'll find a fucking lawyer anywhere. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll First, I'll offer, <laughs> I'll offer a $7,500 bribe, and then I'll go announce it on a public forum <laughs> on Facebook, and then I'll talk to a lawyer. That seems like the right course of action. <laughs> uh, Mary Dowling Levine. Bribery refers to the offering, giving, soliciting, or receiving of any item of value as a means of influencing the actions of an individual holding a public or legal duty. Solicitation of a bribe also constitutes a crime and is completed regardless of whether the solicitation results in the receipt of a valuable gift. Yeah, this guy's in... Clearly... This guy who's so stupid to offer a bribe and then talk about it on Facebook in the city forum uh, is probably so stupid to figure out a way to get this permit. I mean, now we're getting more pieces of the puzzle without actually getting more pieces of the puzzle because we're seeing how this guy three years ago, whatever he did to get his permit revoked or licensed, whatever the hell it is, <laughs> yeah, it, it, he had to be doing something pretty dumb and I'm sure it wasn't just a personal vendetta that the city has against him. And just, we're going to take this from you with no explanation at all. Oh, I doubt that very much. Uh, let's see. Kevin Belt says, to phrase this slightly differently, you did something illegal and lost privileges. To prove you had reformed and would comply with the laws in the future, you did something else illegal. <laughs> you did something else illegal. That probably wasn't the right move. <laughs> Joe DeMello, way off, friend. Kevin Belt, then you didn't do a good job explaining the situation in your original post. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Islieb says, yeah, love how he phrased telling the truth as tattletaling. Just wow. Joe DeMello, I could say rat. Oh, my God. Joshua Islieb, still just as funny. You refused to tell the truth and got punished for it. Deal with it and move on. This is your fault. Mariah Welby, if you pay attention, even the slightest, you know Nashua is super corrupt. Him trying to make a donation in exchange is right up their alley. And quite frankly, it's child's play in comparison to what goes on. I mean, that's, uh, you know, who knows? That's, that's hearsay. My advice would be to lawyer up. You might uncover more and make out better than you originally thought. John Ross says, if I were a lawyer, I'd advise him to probably take this post down where he admit, admits to offering a donation. You know, that old CYA and whatnot. Yeah. CYA is clearly not something that Joe DeMello has too much experience with. What would be the opposite? EYA? Expose your ass? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I gotta cover my ass. I'll offer a bribe, and then I'll talk about it on Facebook. And not on my private Facebook page, but in the city forum that everyone can see and screenshot and respond to. <laughs> and that the mayor also follows and many other uh, public officials. <laughs> Alderman and so forth. Yeah, this is going really well for him. Oh, my goodness. Joe DeMello, what is a lobbyist? 
hey, do this, I'll donate that. Also, what's done is done. It's on the internet now. The moral of the story is it seems to me that cities don't care about the citizens. They have no problem jacking up taxes, building an arts center that some people don't like, saying the city is being used as a cash register for the state. But I'm like, here's a bunch of money to help. No, we don't like you. Go away. Boy, oh boy. Can you imagine? Sometimes I, not sometimes, oftentimes, I wish I were this stupid. Because the stupid people seem to, they really do seem to enjoy life a lot more. And I'm not saying I'm a smart person, but I can say very safely, with great certainty, I'm not a stupid person. I'm stupid with, you know, some things. But generally speaking, I'm not a dumb guy. And I see a lot of dumb people, and they seem very content. And they're just, you know, they're just Homer Simpsoning, Homer Simpsoning their way through life. And I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Because dumb people don't make things complicated. I mean... Joe DeMello is a special kind of dumb, and he's clearly about to make things very complicated for himself. But he's also so stupid, he's probably going to get away with whatever he's, you know, the bribe and the permit and all this stuff. He may not get his permit back, but nothing really is going to happen to him, and he'll just he'll go about just being a moron. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would use another landfill somewhere else, get us someone else to bring it. There are too many instances of dumping. Yeah, who cares about that? Um, oh, Joe DeMello. Yes, that's true. That's why I believe the government should not run anything. Nobody cares. It's not their money. Oh, it's a, another, another brilliant, a brilliant deduction by a brilliant person. The government should not run anything. Yeah. It's worked out so, so poorly with our, with our roadways and our bridges and our, our infrastructure being just so terrible everywhere. Yeah, no. Let's let uh, let a bank run it or something. That's nice. Let Joe DeMello. Joe DeMello. So anyone have any lawyer recommendations? I know you can't read tone and emails, but I'm sure, pretty sure me personally talking to them is going nowhere. <laughs> I can't be going any better or any worse than you talking to all of us right now on this forum, Joe. Uh, do, 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 do. Sounds like this post is going to be evidence in a future legal case, but okay. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's as far as it goes. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the. Uh, I'm gonna monitor this whole situation because this could this could continue to just get get worse before it gets better, or in my case, get better before it gets worse. Because uh, I have not offered any bribes to any city officials or any officials anywhere uh, ever. Uh, so I I have no I have nothing to worry about in that regard. Whereas Joe DeMello, he might he might be getting a couple phone calls at some point, <laughs> or at least or at least a message on Facebook. Oh man! So, anyways, that's that's what's happening here on the sounding board. Joe DeMello, his Nashua commercial landfill permit because he wouldn't rat he wouldn't rat on his. Uh, Seemingly also equally corrupt friends. Clearly this, is a, clearly this is a guy who's not at all corrupt, does not associate with other corrupt people, and was clearly being asked by the entirely corrupt government of which he has no uh, relation or involvement. And he distances himself from any of their corruption because he's a clean, upstanding guy who got his permit revoked by the corrupt government. And so to remedy the situation... 
he a didn't rat out his very <laughs> his very upstanding uh, colleagues, associates, peers, business partners, whatever, because uh, he's no rat. Because uh, snitches, you know what happens to them. You have you know what they get and where they end up. So he's not going to be like that. Um, yeah. So he's he's just such a squeaky clean guy that he got his permit revoked for a landfill, commercial landfill. Because he didn't rat on his also squeaky clean friends. And to show that he's a squeaky clean guy, he offered $7,500 for a non-existent performing arts center that has nothing to do with the commercial landfill permit. They said, no, we'd like to not take that bribe. And now he's, he wants to lawyer up so he can battle against the corrupt forces of the city who would, A, uh, deny him a permit for not ratting out his clean, innocent, upstanding friends and who would also... Uh, repeatedly refuse his attempts to offer donations in exchange for the permit rather than going through the proper channels. This is going to work out well for Joe DeMello, and I can't wait to see how this goes. Any new updates since I've been rambling here? No. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on top of the situation. I'm going to monitor all day long, and uh, we'll have more. Here are the Birthday Boy podcast with, uh, with this sounding board theater. More, more developments as they continue to develop. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that was part one, and then I went back on later, and there was some uh, some additional some additional commentary uh, from the from the usual suspects. So let's check that out. All right, so there's some additional Facebook posts following up from the original sounding board theater. People are arguing whether or not it's a bribe, uh, which is either. Either you know what a bribe is, or you're arguing that it's not a bribe. That's basically what it boils down to. Sort of like people during the pandemic. Either you're, either you're doing the things that the experts are telling you to do, or you're an idiot. Uh, let's see. Yeah. If you're offering money to get something and not entitled to it, it's a bribe. Not a bribe, it's a donation. A pig with lipstick is still a pig. The original poster can call it a donation. By definition, it's a bribe and punishable. A donation with a clearly stated ulterior motive is quite literally a bribe and is possibly illegal. Quid pro quo to evade the repercussions of previous actions seems a bit suspect. Yeah. And this guy, Nick Foote, keeps saying not a bribe. You can't just say not a bribe and make it not a bribe. You are going to pay money to a government official a city employee for something completely unrelated. That's a bribe. Tried to bribe the director of public works. Yeah. Uh, So let's see, where did this, uh, yeah, it's a bribe. It's a bribe, it's a bribe, it's a bribe, blah, blah, blah. Jesse Marcou. Who are you guys kidding? The whole government runs off bribes, LOL. You're dense if you think otherwise. Money runs everything. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, you have a valid point, but most folks that enter into bribery do not post on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Of course, there's like, this is the first and last guy who's somewhat corrupt on a very small scale. No. But is the only asshole talking about it on Facebook? Uh, to my knowledge, yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. Yeah. You got refused to tell the truth and got punished for it. Deal with it. Move on. This is your fault. 
Absolutely. And then I mentioned that this Joe DeMello said, what is a lobbyist? Hey, I'll do this. I'll donate. Hey, do this. I'll donate that. <laughs> What's done is done. It's on the internet now. The moral of the story is the city doesn't keep, seem to care about citizens. They have no problem jacking up taxes, building an arts center that people some people don't like. The fact that he's equating their plan to use funding to build a thing that some people don't like with bribery is incredible. Also, one of his profile pictures I looked is uh, he took a selfie stick into a public bathroom and, it, and it's him and another guy in the stall next to him and they're both taking a dump and smiling at the selfie stick. So this is, this is the kind of guy we're dealing with. Uh, very smart, obviously. Real serious guy to be, to be taken seriously. Uh, they have no problem jacking up taxes, building an art center that some people don't like, saying the city is being used as a cash register for the state. But I'm like, here's a bunch of money to help. No, we don't like you. Go away. The fact that that's his interpretation of what's happening is is terrifying. Somebody asks, John Ross asks, are you a lobbyist or a dude who openly admitted he attempted to bribe a city official so you can continue to dump illegally? Lord knows what you got caught for to start all of this and where you've been dumping it since then. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's just a few canisters of toxic waste and, they, and then they took my license to dump commercial my commercial dump license whatever the hell landfill license uh because i wouldn't rat on my friends i mean you can incriminate yourself all you want but i'm just a dude on the internet anyone with any real legal background or hopefully not for yourself law enforcement then you won't be grilled on some stupid post you'll be in the courtroom best thing for you would be to stfu and delete this post i mean this post is three hours old that ain't happening uh I would use another landfill, get someone else to bring it. There are too many instances of dumping the wrong things, material from outside the city and state. If you haven't gotten satisfaction, what else is left? A city employee who cares about running the landfill is not concerned about giving access to the landfill for $7,500. Uh, yeah, I guess I already read that. Yeah, Reach out to your alderman at large, uh, your alderman as well as alderman at large. That would not accomplish anything. He won't know until he tries. Uh, I guess we got past that. I don't know. Tim Dolan says, I don't know anything, but I've watched a lot of court TV. If you're a Nashville resident, you are entitled to dispose of your own residential trash. You have to follow the rules of residential disposal, but I don't think you can be banned forever. This has nothing to do with, he's talking about commercial. Well, what is all this? If a commercial entity, okay, who cares? And then Alex uh, has a meme. Have you tried complaining about it on the internet? <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. There's a few a few updates. I s cannot believe that three hours later, uh, it's 3.26 p.m. on Saturday, May 15th. So around 12.30 he posted this thing, let's say, around lunchtime. And it's still there. Mid-afternoon, this thing is still there. Is it mid-afternoon? Is 3.30 mid-afternoon? I mean, after 4, four or 5 o'clock is like the evening. Is I guess maybe this is late afternoon, midday. Who even knows? Uh, quite the game here. Overtime, Knicks, Hornets. Hornets uh, were trailing. They came back, tied this thing up, went in overtime. Oh, no, no. And then the Knicks. Knicks lead by five. Thank you, other guy that I can't remember your name, who is not Del Curry. Anyway. Go Hornets.
There you go. Two points. It's a fun day. Uh, a little baseball game on one screen. Basketball game. The Hornets and Knicks. Lakers and Pistons. Those are the three screens. And then on the big TV, Resident Evil Village is happening. I've not gotten very far because I keep stopping to read the sounding board and post these and make these recordings. Oh, oh, shut up, Spike Lee. You, you and your stupid Knicks. Ugh. Still three minutes to go in overtime. Six-point differential. Uh, yeah, playing some Resident Evil Village. I took a walk this morning. It was already like 75 degrees at 10 o'clock. Went for a walk over to Best Buy across the street. Got Resident Evil Village and uh, and the Dark Pictures. Uh, the same guys who did Man of Medan and Until Dawn. The the third, the, the other one. Um, yeah, Resident Evil Village is good so far. Haven't really gotten too far in it though. Like I said, graphics are gorgeous. What a great, great environment, atmosphere. I love it. The Carpathian Mountains or where, wherever I find myself. I don't fully know. Somewhere in Transylvania. Uh, very gorgeous, snowy, eerie, creepy uh, atmosphere. It's nice. Uh, and that's it. That's Saturday. I bought nine cans of Pringles. I also, on the way back from Best Buy, stopped at Walgreens and got nine cans of Pringles. And, uh, and then walked home with two bags in either hand. Not unlike Kevin McAllister. Uh, just slightly less responsible because it didn't really have any necessities, just nine cans of Pringles as I walked back. And that's where I've been all day. Pringles, video games, basketball, TV. It's good fun. And the sounding board. Uh, let's take one last check here. No, nothing new. So, yeah, Joe DeMello is uh, a very smart fellow. And I love that his, uh, the little picture that he posted here when he was asking about his, how to get his commercial landfill permit and who to talk to in the city and all this stuff, uh, is a little uh, generic stock image of, uh, a puzzle piece with the word solution written on it and, uh, an empty puzzle space that has problem. <laughs> oh, I think he's in for... I don't think the problems that he thinks he has are the actual problems that he has or is about to have. So continue to monitor this situation here in the Birthday Boy newsroom and have more on Sounding Board Theater in a bit. See ya. All right, so there you go. A little classic Sounding Board Theater like old times. Uh, on that note, I think, oh, you know, I wanted to tell you one quick thing. Resident Evil Village. Love it so far. Got it last weekend. Little birthday gift, I guess, from from to me from me. And uh, I spent the last week. I've I've been able to actually sneak in a couple hours here and there. Uh, I never have time, but the pollen is so bad that I haven't gone on my evening walk, which usually that eats up. If I'm lucky, I have two hours, including dinner. You know, from the time work ends to about the time that, you know, it's we get the kids ready for bed and go to bed myself. So if, if I'm lucky, I get two hours. A lot of that I just spend, I go on my walk and have dinner with the fam. And then they go off and, you know, the kids do their things just to unwind for the evening. And then and that's about it. Uh, but this week, the pollen has just been so bad, I can't, I can't stand it. So I've been just hanging out inside playing video games, which is way better than going for a walk. 
and I love I love this Resident Evil Village. I haven't played Resident Evil since I played I played you know I loved one and two. I don't remember three, but I know I played it and really enjoyed it. Four was great, you know the creepy village and all that stuff. Um, but I never I got pretty far, and then I just kind of gave up because I got I'm not a you know the, the the old Resident Evil like the tank controls. It's it's hard to go back and play those games. And and four is a really good one. I got fed up with the chainsaw guy. I but then ironically enough, I played Resident Evil Five and I beat the game. That's that's a Resident Evil game that nobody likes, and I I enjoyed it, and I liked it. I got to the end and beat it, and then and then I guess I liked it so much that I never went back to another Resident Evil game again after that, until now. And I skip. I don't even know what Resident Evil Six is. Resident Evil Seven Biohazard looks really good. I just haven't I haven't touched it. I somehow I have it on my maybe it was from Game Pass or something, but anyway, Resident Evil 8 Village with as maybe you've seen the 9 foot tall Lady Dimitrescu on the commercials. She's a 9 foot tall curvy vampire. So that's uh you know, that's lured everybody in, the hot vampire, but it, she also looked really creepy and it is. It's you you go into her castle and at any point, she could just pop out of a door and just start chasing you. And it's a slow chase, so you're like, oh my god, i got to get out of here. And then she, her huge claws, she swipes at you, and it's just great. I love it. And then her, her vampire daughters, you have to keep running from them, and then you figure out a way to be... Anyways, the disappointment is that that's the first major boss that you face, and then you, you move on. And it's kind of like, oh man. But you know what? This week I went on to the second boss, and it was even scarier because you, they take your. I don't want to spoil too much. They take your weapons away, and so you're just in this house, this creepy house, and the power goes out, and then and then the creature, uh, the, there's a creature that's. I want to I, I want to say so much about it, but uh, Cam and I called it Slime Baby. And it's so fucking creepy, and it's so great, and uh, yeah, it's I'm really, really, really enjoying it. I'm it's so much fun. It's such a nice uh, AAA game to have, and uh, yeah, it's great. And it's funny because I think about it. The first Resident Evil came out around this time in 1996. That was my birthday present when I turned 16. Was the very first Resident Evil, which I loved. And now here we are with 25 years later with the eighth Resident Evil. And and it does remind me, especially going through Castle Demetresque and uh, and all of that with all the different rooms and the you know, it's classic Resident Evil, but you know, the controls are great. Instead of that fixed camera bullshit and the, the sort of tank controls that I do not like. <clears throat> they were, I was okay with them back then because it's like, yeah, all right. But I, I don't want to go back to that. Anyway, it's great. That's all. I'm really enjoying Resident Evil. I'm enjoying uh, playing some playing some VR with the kids, playing some mini golf and some table tennis. <laughs> We're having a good time playing that. I forgot what it's called. Some VR mini golf thing. It's actually quite fun. And we were, you can fly over the whole golf course. And most of the time we would just stop and pretend to hit each other with the golf clubs. Anyways. There's ah, video games, just they just get better and better. I just I and I love I love video games more with every passing year. And I still think back. I've told this before, but I still think back to when I was a kid. 
when I was like 12 and my dad got me a, a subscription to Nintendo Power and he was on the phone with the with the rep- back in those days you called and said yes sir I'd like a subscription to Nintendo Power you know you'd buy buy an issue at the store and then have the card and it tells you everything and so you just call the 800 number and speak to a rep and get uh, get uh, Nintendo Power and so my dad was on the phone and I could hear him saying uh, no I think I think one year is good enough he's you know, after a year, and a year from now, he's going to turn 13, and uh, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he won't be interested in video games by that time. He'll be a teenager and probably on to other things. <laughs> yeah, other things being different video games. That's the other things. That's when we got a computer, and I, I've got to experience PC gaming, point and click, the classic, the Willy Beamish and the King's Quest and all those games. Seventh guest, all those, oh, just wonderful time to be alive. So yeah, and then as as the years have gone on, I've just changed my interest from some video games to like the newer video games, while still playing all the old video games that I played when I was a kid. So yeah, it's uh, that's 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 never gonna go. It's like saying, oh, my kid's gonna be thirteen next year. I don't think he's really gonna be into music that much. He'll probably have other things going on because he's gonna be thirteen. I don't think he'll like movies anymore because he's going to be, uh, he's getting into adulthood. And he'll just be into balancing checkbooks and painting the siding or something. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, here I am, 25 years later, playing Resident Evil and having just as much fun as the very first time that I played it. And it's fucking scary in, in a lot of parts too. I love it. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it. So with that, I'm going to go. Uh, I've spent a couple hours here. I've got my screens. I'm looking. Okay, Mickelson. Mickelson's still winning the golf. I've got that on. I've got uh, Red Sox. I've got The Office. And I've got uh, whatever the basketball. I don't even know. The Wizards or something. Who cares? Friggin' Hornets got eliminated. That was the, the play-in game. That was very disappointing. Oh well, at least at least now they're out, so I don't have to worry about them getting eliminated in four games, being embarrassed four times in a row instead of just the one. Anyways, all right, this podcast has gone on long enough. I'm going to leave you with my brand new track that I just created uh, during this podcast. It took me about an hour. This I didn't do that much talking, but it took a long time to put this thing together. And uh, I'm going to play it for you. You're going to enjoy it. I hope. And you're going to go to Birthday Boy. Listen to this song and the podcast while you're browsing birthdayboyshop.com and buying merch, buying shirts and apparel and all these great things. And uh, so you can walk around and uh, advertise the podcast for free. That's all I ask of you. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's it. I'm done. Uh, This has been episode 81. This is the two-year anniversary of the podcast. Thank you for the two years of listening and enjoying and giving me feedback and having a great time. I hope there's many, many, many more years to come of doing this podcast, and I hope you will keep listening each and every week. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, always, positivity is for morons. But kindness matters. Yeah, kindness does matter. So be kind. And rewind. And tune in to episode 82 of the Birthday Boy Podcast whenever that happens. And just keep on listening. Thank you. I love you all. Thank you for two years. 
And uh, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.
Yes, Cliff? Cliffy? Hello, Cliff. This is your Uncle Cliff, Cliff. I'm calling to tell you about a new store I found. It's called Nature's Delights, Cliffy. Of course, the sign was a little misleading. The name of the store, Nature's Delights, led me to believe that it was another oatmeal store, because what's more delightful and natural than oats and oatmeal? So I went into the store, expecting to find a whole smorgasbord of different varieties, flavors, shapes, and sizes of oats. But instead, I found all kinds of candies, chocolates, taffies, chewies, cookies, brownies, and other delicious treats. So I picked up a whole batch of brownies, and I dropped them off for all the cousins, and of course your grandmother, and your grandfather as well. So hopefully your grandmother is enjoying her delicious snacks, her delicious sweet treats, uh, as we speak. And Cliffy, I can tell you that I... I ate one of the cookies on the way home, as well as uh, some of the gummy bears and the taffy, because, well, you know, Cliff, I too have a sweet tooth. It's not just, it's not just the sweet, sugary taste of oatmeal with a dollop of honey on it, but sometimes I like to indulge and have a nice piece of taffy. Well, I had about five or six pieces of taffy from uh, from Nature's Delights on the way home, and uh, I can see through space right now, Cliffy. I can see, actually, into other dimensions of space. I can see the multiverse. I can I can smell colors, and I can taste sounds, Cliff. I just wanted to call and let you know that I can taste sounds as we speak. Uh, so I'm not really sure uh, how that's possible, but there is something definitely delightful about these, uh, these uh, nature's candies that I picked up at Nature's Delights. Hopefully your grandmother is enjoying them as well. Okay, Cliffy, well, I'm in a helicopter uh, right now, flying into outer space as we speak. I'm going to try and touch the sun, Cliff. It's been my lifelong dream to touch the sun, and I'm going to do so right now. So I'll talk to you soon, Cliffy. Give me a call, and uh, hopefully we can get together and have some of these delicious uh, nature's delights together. Let's fly to the sun together, Cliffy. Just you and your Uncle Cliff and a helicopter to the sun. Wouldn't that be spectacular? Okay, Cliffy, talk to you soon. Bye. Yes, Cliff, hello? Cliffy? Oh my God, Cliff, your Uncle Cliff stopped by. And he brought some of his treats and chocolates and candies and so forth that he picked up at some sort of new... He thought it was some kind of an oatmeal store. I don't know what that guy's up to, but he's some kind of... He's some kind of genius because he found... He found the, the kind of treats that scratch me right where I itch. Which is a perfect timing because... Let me be honest with you, Cliff. My vagina has been very itchy for these last several weeks. This heat and humidity, it's driving me crazy. But I gotta tell you, Cliff, I ate some of these brownies a few hours ago. And I've never felt so relaxed. Cliff, I've had 12 orgasms in the last 90 minutes. Can you believe that? 12 orgasms. Just from this candy. Just from these brownies that your Uncle Cliff got. I'm so mellowed out right now, Cliff. Just call, just call me Mellow Yellow. 
Just call me Mellow Womack. Oh my god, I think I'm... Oh, I feel tingly everywhere, Cliff. You have to try these brownies. Why don't you come over? Give me a call. Your grandfather's passed out in the other room. He had such fun with the brownies. It relaxed him so much that he's lying down in bed right now. And I, I thought for a second that I would go climb on top of him. But I don't need to because I've just been having these nonstop orgasms from these brownies, Cliff. Oh, my God. Oh. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I need to get over to those natural, natural... Uh, herbal delights or whatever it is and get some more of these delicious treats. I've never been so relaxed. Cliffy, why don't you do your grandmother a favor? Go over, pick up some of these snacks, bring them over and we'll have, we'll have dinner. I'll make you spaghetti and cereal because that's what I just ate. I ate a whole bowl of spaghetti and cereal. Your grandfather had pizza, uh, a pizza ice cream sandwich. It's two slices of pizza with ice cream in the middle. And uh, and he passed right out. So we'll have some pizza and ice cream and cereal and spaghetti. And uh, we'll eat some of these snacks. And, uh, and, and we'll just feel good all the time, Cliffy. Because that's what it's all about, man. It's all about feeling good all the time, Cliff. And I feel good right now, my baby boy. Little baby butter boy. Baby boy, Cliffy boy. I feel real good. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I feel so good, Cliffy. But I'd feel so much better with my little butter boy bringing some treats to his orgasmic grandma. Oh, Jesus, God. Jeez, baby. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Okay, Cliff, I'm going to go lie down. I'll see you soon with more of these treats, okay? Get over here now, you little bastard. Okay, Cliffy, this is your grandma, Cliff. Get over here now, Cliff. We'll take a rocket ship to the sun, Cliffy. A rocket ship to the sun. Pizza and ice cream and cereal for everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh!